Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club with your hosts, Caitlin and Kirsty. Tune in as experts share their insights to help grow your business with higher sales, creative marketing, and kick arse business strategies. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Kirsty of Bits of Bernard Photography. And I'm Caitlin of Ragamuffin Pet Photography. And welcome to Season 3, Episode 5 of the Pet Photographers Podcast. Today's guest offers something a little unique with a rural studio to capture beautiful natural portraits of horses and their riders. Alongside that, she also has a family portrait business in Sarada Photography. You can see from checking out her website that she spends her time working on her business as well as in it, and she's a master implementing what she learns. We're super excited to find out all about that and much more today. It's Sarah Mouncey of Serata Equine Photography and Serata Photography. Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Ah, thanks for joining us. Sarah and I had a quick chat before and I was saying that um, the reason I was really excited to get her on the show and kind of message Caitlin straight away I was like we've got to get this girl on the show um was because we all use the same professional lab in Queensland B Pro for anyone that's Australian and uh, they have a, a quite an active members group and um I just happened to notice a post that I think they put up was that right Sarah or you put that photo up I know they posted they it did. up yeah and there was this photo of one order from uh from Sarah's studio and it was ridiculous like I thought Caitlin sold a lot of wall art like (laughs) this is next level like I'm talking do you know how many like like at least wall art was in that order Sarah or Um, is that a regular thing for you to have an order that (laughs) actually there was a couple that month Um, okay great (laughs) I think in that piece there was probably between 40 to 50 pieces of art okay there you go guys and (laughs) and I was like okay what is this girl doing like she obviously has some something going on that she knows about and then um I'm also involved in a in another Facebook group or I sort of sit on the sidelines and watch another Facebook group with um that's run by Sarah's mentor and her name kept popping up in there I was like okay now we've really got to get on the show so (laughs) we have to talk about all of that because I'm super excited um but let's backtrack a little bit and just maybe give um the listeners a bit of an idea as to when you started and um and you know, what your business looked like then versus now, <laughs> if you're with me, Sarah. <laughs> no, that's not a problem at all. Um, so it is a little bit of a strange one. So I've been in business, a uh, grand total, in photography business, a grand total of 18 months. <laughs> Jesus, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially uh, 2017 we had a separate business which was a salary um, in a small so we're a small town of about a thousand people Um, Mm -hmm. our business was going downhill um, being that we were just way too rural for the amount of people to walk through Mm -hmm. Um, so I'd always had a camera in my hand ever since I was a kid but was always taught that you couldn't make money from being a photographer so oh, we've all heard that. <laughs> so, um, my parents built me a dark room and everything like that when there was film, but still taught me that there was no money in it. Um, so I picked up a camera again and just started playing and decided that it was something I was actually happy to do. Um, and if you're going to go into a sink, if you're already in a sinking business, it's pretty easy to have dreams. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
So essentially once we closed up, that's where I started. Um, and so that would have been, oh, sorry, midway through 2017. In January of 2018, I started mentoring, as you mentioned, with Mark Rosetto. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just on my first proper financial year now. Wow. <laughs> so it's all been a bit of a whirlwind um, yeah. and it's still, I do still play catching up a little bit um, with most people, but I'm absolutely ecstatic at how it's all gone so far. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. So you, did you start off um, being more generalist for lack of a better term and that's why you have um serata photography and then you've gone down the route of wanting to go into equine or you're wanting to run them both like what's the no so um so I did start um as general I started um in newborn photography um and then families and all of those kind of standard um just family portraits um and then once I joined forces with Mark um, in my first discussion with him, essentially once he found out I had the salary, he told me I was an idiot and why <laughs> am I not shooting the one thing that I know everything about? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, and I don't know, I don't know why I wasn't shooting what I knew about. I think and they fear to fight like failure again. But oh, it's been, <laughs> in the last year, um, out of 100 shoots, 90 of those have been equine. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, you're really focusing <laughs> on that. Yeah. Yes. And do you have ambitions to grow the other your other business or just um, focus on the horses? No, I would like to grow the other business. Okay. Um, I would like to have them both going strong. Um, mm. It's just that. Um, I've been pushing the equine one a lot stronger mm-hmm. so far um, and just haven't had a chance to. Yeah, okay, great. So you've done 100 shoots in your first year of business. Is that what I just heard? <laughs> um, so just in this financial year I've done 100 shoots flat. Fantastic. Good on you. 100 <laughs> you. shoots. So what's your or, or 90, 90 sessions of those being horses, mm-hmm. what's the main marketing strategy that you're using to bring those people through the door, horses through the door? Um, so the first main marketing strategy was just a giveaway. That was just to get my name out into mm-hmm. um, people's faces. Mm-hmm. Um, that probably was brought, that online, was it? Sorry. That was, <laughs> sorry, that was just a Facebook campaign. Yeah. Initially okay. just to try and get my name out there. Um, that brought in, say, 35 to 40 shoots in that Great. first amount. So I was absolutely stoked. So that really set me up for the first couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I did something called Equitana, which is a big, um, yeah, essentially, um, and so we did that, um, and that has about 50,000 people through the door. So that really helped push things as well, get a big client database. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also doing a um, book project at the moment. because I saw that. Yes, so we're travelling all around Australia. So that helps essentially with that as well to keep mm-hmm. things flowing through. I'd love to sort of dive a little bit deeper into all three of those. So with your – your first one, your Facebook campaign, Mm -hmm. um, what were you giving away and how were you qualifying those leads? 
Um, so in regards to giving away, we gave away uh, the major prize was a session. So the total prize mm-hmm. was um, a $2,495 photography pack. Right. Um, <clears throat> which is probably one of our larger sales would have been. Um, and so they um, – Sorry, I just lost my words for a second then. Um, They received their photo shoot and it worked out to be around $1,500 credit because obviously Mm -hmm. we took into account uh, travel. Um, And so with that, then we went through our normal IPS process. Um, Mm -hmm. To be able to qualify, um, we had them fill out our standard um, entry form. We then followed it up mm-hmm. with a secondary, um, sorry, a secondary questionnaire, um, which was from send out a survey, mm-hmm. um, which then helped bring it down um, essentially to those that were actually interested that were within the state um, because we yeah. had a lot of out-of-state applicants. Um, after that, we, we also found because we had so many qualified leads, um, we had to start relying on automated text message mm-hmm. um, just to be able to get the numbers. Um, initially, I'd started calling everyone, but having 100, <laughs> 120 leads to call back really wasn't working in my favour. Um, yeah. So very quickly, we learned that by having a text message that sent out, um, which then for the qualified ones, then let them book through Acuity Scheduling. Great. Um, essentially, Yay, yeah, essentially <laughs> they just slotted themselves in um, and we didn't have to negotiate on times and everything like that because they chose it themselves. So all of those, mm-hmm. did they, they didn't all win the $2,500 package, no, I assume? No, not in those ones. So that was the first place prize and then... Oh, so that's only the first place prize. Yeah. Um, the ones, the qualified leads, we did do quite a few more than what we would do now, mm-hmm. um, but just to be able to um, test the playing field. Um, but they won a $450 session. So they won their photo shoot, uh, travel within Victoria, and one matted 8 by 10 inch print at the time. Perfect. Perfect. You, that was when you very first started, correct? Yep, very so first started. So your Facebook page, I'm assuming, had next to no followers. Is that right at that point? Because you got 10,000 uh, now. I have 10,000, yeah. yeah. So you, you wouldn't have then, would you have? No. 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 So how did you go about getting that out to, I think you just said you had 120 leads, so there was obviously paid ads in there. Uh, there was some paid ads, um, but... The horse industry is obviously quite big, mm-hmm. uh, much like I'm sure most pet industries. Anyone, so it's a lot more relatable. Um, so being that we were already in the industry, mm. we ha- we did have we did have a little bit of an inside eye into it um, to having um, a few outside contacts and things like that mm-hmm. um, that pushed us up into their ranks to be able to share our stuff, um, Great. which really built those numbers quickly. So did you reach out to those contacts or they just happened to share it or how did that work? Um, some of them we reached out to, mm-hmm. some of the bigger ones. Um, a lot of them, because we'd been in contact with them for quite a while, they were happy to. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but it also is um, Facebook was our biggest promoter um, and still is our biggest promoter mm-hmm. um, when it comes to those, just being in, 
groups and all the different places, just being in front of the public seems to be a big driving force behind us. Okay, so you had 120, you did this Facebook ad um, <laughs> doing a giveaway that they could be $2,500 package. Mm-hmm. You had 120 leads coming through it of which mm-hmm. after sending them a secondary questionnaire and a text message and then them booking it, you booked something like 35 to 40 uh, shoots, yep. is that right? Yep, yeah, and those correct. 35 to 40, they had the the session and the travel and the 8 by 10, which you valued at eight, 450, yeah? Yep, correct. Yeah, awesome, cool. And then um, the, you just treated them like you'd been in business forever and they had a proper in-person sales and everything? Uh, Yep. So regarding our in-person sales, we have two different ways that we have to work it. Um, Because we travel um, Victoria-wide, which can be, yeah, pretty far, Mm. um, we either do uh, in-sales appointment in the studio, so Mm -hmm. we have a studio here, um, which is all set up, and they would either choose to come in if, say, they were within an hour and an hour and a half. They're usually most of our clients choose to do. Anything above that, because sometimes we're up to three and a half hours away, um, they do it, um, their design appointment via a Zoom call with us. Okay. And how's that going? Uh, it actually does really well. Great. Um, initially, we did have concerns and we were going to keep an eye on everything that um, because they physically couldn't see the art, mm. um, which we did have concerns about. Um, and for the first 10 or so until we got our feet wet and got used to it, um, they were a slightly lower sale. Um, but over time, we do the same on the Zoom calls as we do in person. Yeah. Okay. Um, we just, to every one of our shoots, because we're always going out, um, we actually take samples out with us. Oh, to our sessions perfect. so they've yeah. already seen the artwork before the set before the design appointment mm-hmm. so are you doing um pre-shoot consults with these people um over the phone or in are they coming into the studio or not at all it's just everything they book online and then the shoot happens and everything's after that um no we're not um some people we do speak to um depending Mm -hmm. um a lot of it is email communication Mm -hmm. um we've found people are a lot easier to get in contact with through email Mm -hmm. um they're more than happy to spend the time to write and go through everything um we have uh email series now that we've gotten pretty down pat um that gets sent out in um we use Tave, so it goes out and gives them all their information as well um they get a questionnaire so we actually we know everything about the session beforehand um if there's anything that flags um concern or anything like that in the questionnaire then we would do a follow-up call as well mm-hmm. yep so how did you know to set all of this stuff up or that was through your mentoring I'm uh, so, yeah, it most definitely was. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> it most definitely was. Excellent. Okay, so then that was obviously a fantastic way to break into, um, you know, open up a new business to have 35 to 40 shoots, you know, just from one campaign. That's fantastic. And your average spend, it was where you need it to be from that campaign, I'm assuming? Uh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, great. Yeah, great. most definitely. Um, okay. And then, uh, you went to Equitana in November, November is Equitana, right? Yep. November is Equitana. So you'd really only been in business for a few, am I right with that? A few months by then? 
Uh, so twelve months. Officially twelve months, but yeah, we were probably coming up on the ten months of actually doing active business. Yeah. Okay. So, what was your game plan going into Equitana then? Um, so essentially, um, we wanted to have more contacts. Mm-hmm. We wanted to be able okay. to get through our email marketing. Um, I wanted to have as been in front of as many people. Um, I shouldn't say it out loud, but no other photographers go to Equitana mm-hmm. at this stage. Um, we had already been going to Equitana since 2012. So um, with our other business, so mm-hmm. at least we already knew what style of people were there and what mm-hmm. um, companies would be there. I might um, just fill everyone in, um, Sarah, if you don't mind. Um, are you right? Just to give everybody a bit of a picture for Equitana, um, a lot of people attend the event who aren't in, who aren't competing or doing any showing or anything. They're they're just as attendees, and there's like a big um, trade hall. Is is that how you describe it, Sarah? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you've got a market there who are like obsessed with their horses, but are there purely to be immersed in that world and to spend money? They go there knowing like. I'm going to Equitana to, I'm going to buy, like take advantage of the sales. I'm going to buy new boots. I'm going to buy new, whatever it is that they need. Um, so it's, there's, I'm not sure if there's an equivalent. Dog lovers show. That was all I in could Australia. think of as well, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. Not sure if it's even the same, but um, yeah, that's kind of the closest overseas. Definitely. You guys would have, um, have equivalents of that in the dog industry for sure. Uh, dog world for sure. But. Yeah. Anyway, that kind of paints the picture a little bit, does it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And it's definitely the trade hall which does it all um, because there's entertainment. People are, they just get caught up in it. Mm-hmm. So essentially that's the whole point of the marketing. But mm-hmm. they also know they're going to get caught up in it because people come all the way from New Zealand mm-hmm. to be able to come down to ours. So, And obviously being that it's here in Melbourne, um, definitely does help <laughs> for having yeah. our ideal market. That's so for got, sure. <laughs> it's done in Melbourne every second year, and New Zealand the years in between. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. But New Zealand's about a quarter of the size. Okay, so you won't go to New Zealand this year. Uh, no, no. Okay, okay. Sorry. All right. No, you're right. Let's go. Right. <laughs> I distracted there. Um, okay, so your goal—you went in with the goal of building up your contact list. Yep. Um, list. We did. I have vouchers for sale. Um, mm-hmm. We had because we hadn't done it in this context before. We didn't know how they would go, um, and we were happy with them. But so we probably sold. Uh, I believe I believe it was thirty vouchers across mm-hmm. the event, um, which we were happy with. But as I mentioned, we had no idea where we'd go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also did a competition. Um, and we just had everyone enter on an iPad. Uh, we spoke to as many people as we could. We were really lucky because we got a front and centre position, right. being that we were on an art wall. Um, so art walls are an interesting thing because obviously that is what we come under mm-hmm. compared to selling something. Um, and, yeah, we were really lucky in that sense. Um, we had some different qualifying questions since doing the first competition. Mm-hmm. Um our problem with the first competition was that being that most of it was online, we didn't actually know that we didn't get the age bracket down correctly. Uh, Um, And that was a big, uh, that was a big wake up call. Um, So. I feel you. 
<laughs> so in the, we really try to make sure that um, we set it to a higher point um, mm-hmm. where it was more likely. Um, we also had to confirm that people actually had a horse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. it seemed really yeah, yes. So well, yeah. I wanted to clarify though, because I know this is usually dog photographers and cats, yep. but mostly dogs. Um, horse people do lease horses. So yes. and they also yes. they might go to a riding school or something and have a school horse, but okay. not their own horse. So it do, it's not actually Okay, that's that not crazy. as weird as me doing a competition and someone not having a dog and being like, Can yeah. I just borrow yours? <laughs> Okay. All right. That makes a little bit more sense. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more sense, but yes, it's a tricky one. <laughs> yeah, because you're not going to photograph somebody with their school horse, right? Like, mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. No, and they well, they just don't have the same yeah emotional connection to exactly. them. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. So yes, so that did well. Um, we collected, I think, six hundred leads across Great. the event, which we were happy with. Um. And we did end up with oh, 150 qualified leads. What did? Uh, what was your qualifier? So obviously you had the questions in there and then it was just from those questions or you were saying like you sent out a mass email to those 600 and then something came back from that? Uh, no. So the, on the um, iPad we had another send out a survey where mm-hmm. they had to qualify on that. Um, that instantly ruled um, based on age and, as I mentioned, the horse question um, and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we sent out, we did the same thing, we sent out a second questionnaire. Um, so out of those 600, we probably had uh, 300. Then we sent out another one um, just to really kind of just cut to the bone and see who's actually interested mm-hmm. compared mm-hmm. to those that just entered spur of the moment. Yeah. Um, because we do want to make sure that people actually care. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas obviously an event like that, they can get a bit swept Excited. up. And then, um, yeah, exactly. Um, and then after that, then we cut our numbers down enough to be able to um, work with it and then limit it as we wished. What was your offer for them? It was a similar thing, like they could go in the draw to win a, a quite a um, yep. big package and then they'd end up with a runner-up of a lesser package? Yeah, yep, that's yep. correct. Okay. Yep. And were you booking shoots as well on the day or you were just focusing on exposure and building those leads? Uh, yes, so we were selling – we did have a voucher. Right. Um, so that was where we sold uh, – we sold 30, uh, just, uh, just above right. 30. So all those. in all about 70 clients brought in yes. from doing that one event. That's awesome. Yep. Especially if is your goal around a hundred a year? Is that sort of where you cap yourself? Um, sorry, yes. Sorry to keep uh, we're no, asking no, no, you no, such no. specific You're numbers. Right. <laughs> uh, so I would prefer I'd prefer to be capped at about two hundred a year. Oh, good. You're a so machine. Somewhere <laughs> near there. <laughs> You're the only one shooting, right, Sarah? Um, I am the only one shooting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But you've got someone in the uh, yep. So the studio. No, you're right. I have a studio manager, Amy, um, and I'm very lucky to have an Amy. She actually owned our last business together, so we already oh, knew right. we could work awesome. together. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. So I would like to side, side 
step for just a second. Yeah. I'm trying to wrap my head around what your process for a session must be if you're aiming for 200 clients a year and you're traveling. <laughs> what is the average week for you looking like? Um, it's actually not as crazy as it sounds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as crazy as it sounds. Um, we I shoot any time of day. I'm right. not fussing Great. time of day. Love to hear um, that. <laughs> I would, it's just not possible. I mm-hmm. do some, some evening ones um, in golden hour, but I actually try and limit them um, yep. to people who are local or mm-hmm. people who would like to do more of a creative style of shoot mm-hmm. um, just because being four hours away from home in an evening isn't really mm-hmm. nice when I've yeah. got a toddler at home. Yeah. Um, so I work uh, or I have three full days a week uh, where my daughter goes to daycare, but I would still do a full work week in time. So okay. I would do some, I would do evenings as well when she's in bed, but I only do the three days a week so I can have her two days. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Are you <laughs> shooting? Do you have to shoot on the weekend as well? Or are you uh, no, booking those people? No, That's I don't great. shoot weekends. Um, every once in a while I'll do family sessions here at the studio. Mm-hmm. I don't mind shooting in the studio because it's here on our property. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, weekends are my own. I love that pretty quickly as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of um, here on your studio, in your studio, mm-hmm. um are you offering – it sounds like you're offering horse shoots on your property. Is that correct? Uh, we do. And We do. It's not common. Okay. No, it's not common. We are hoping to push it in the, um, over this next year um, and mm-hmm. give more of an incentive for them to come here mm-hmm. um, because it would mean that we could book more in per day um, and obviously it would free up a lot more time. Um, with some people it's not possible and with some places we go to there could be five horses we shoot at one location like for the one owner Um, so things like that we completely understand Um, but we would love to get some people here as well um, just because yeah it would really save time Mm -hmm. and then we while we had them here we can obviously bring them through the studio and show everything to its full glory yeah Mm, that makes Um, sense are you you're traveling a you're traveling a session fee what I meant to say was you're charging a travel fee is that right um so in the vouchers they win they win a session uh, they win their travel fee um in the ones they buy yes they do pay uh a travel fee it's not Mm -hmm. usually too much um our averages are quite good so I try so not to mm-hmm. stem it down on little things that they're going to remember, yeah. um, especially. So if they are quite far, we try and just make sure we have a couple in the same location. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and people who are further away are more likely to help us reshuffle our days to get it all fitted Got in you. the one day um, because they're usually the ones who are most appreciative that we're coming that far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and you're not tra- charging a travel fee to do so. Gotcha. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so you've sort of built in the fact that you do travel Victoria wide into the packages that you're selling. So yeah, exactly. That cost is covered there. Got yep, you. Exactly. Um, so, would you? Are you using Acuity to initially 
schedule those people in and then you're just sort of shuffling them around or yes. do you have to do that? <laughs> no, gotcha. so we do use a Q&E to put them in um, and then shuffle around if we need mm-hmm. to. Yeah, I can imagine that would be frustrating, but at least it is relatively easy to shuffle people around. And, yeah, I understand that if you weren't charging a travel fee there. Um... Yeah. Okay, so that brings us to your third marketing strategy that we can say you're in the midst of and mm-hmm. I'm also excited to hear about because I love book projects. Yep. So you're in the middle of creating Reflections, the book. Yep. How's that going? Uh, good. Very good. Um, Nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think like anything that you really, um, ever since I've started, I've always wanted to do one um, since I heard about them, like being able to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, I kept saying it and then putting it into play has been nerve wracking. Um, mm-hmm. But everyone's been responding well to it. Um, just having different ideas for it as well um, because um, I'm happy for anyone to come into the book does make it a little bit tricky um, with some of the ideas I have and getting a certain type um, right. because it's just uh, horses come in every shape and size, much like animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we're also in the middle of a drought. <laughs> so yeah, some of the things that come with it have been a little bit tougher um, than we would expect, but it's all coming together nicely. Beautiful. And how are you sort of getting the word out there about it primarily? All right. Um, so we use, as I mentioned, social media is a big player for us, um, mm-hmm. but we also use magazines. Um, so there are a couple of popular magazines. Really? Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> no one else is using magazines anymore. So I'm very yeah. excited about this. That's probably why it works. Yeah. Yes. It's it's tricky. So there's some that um, in horse magazines, there's ones that people religiously get mm-hmm. each month um, and they're the ones that we're mainly targeting. Um, there are some more obscure ones but um, the market's just too unknown in those. Yeah. Um, so for something like this, it is really different to what the magazines push as well because um, usually so the ma- main magazine would be Horse Deals um, yeah. which is a horse selling magazine. So people are essentially in there to purchase. Um, but to be able to have treasured memories of their animals, especially for those that are selling or things like that, for whatever reason, um, seems to really help as well. But do you think, um, people just buy that magazine anyway, because they always have, right? Cause I remember like when I was <laughs> yep. riding as a kid, I was never buying a, mag- a horse and I was I had horse deals every, I think I had a subscription. I always had it. And in fact, I have it now in the studio. But (laughs) there are also other articles um, in the magazine too. It's not, I mean, it is primarily selling horses and other, Mm -hmm. it also sells everything else as well as horses. But people, horses, horse people just dream about horses anyway. (laughs) So they're like, oh, look at this pretty Arab for sale, even though they're never going to buy it. So it's probably a perfect, um, there would be an equivalent in everybody's, um, market of that kind of magazine, I think where yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah. definitely, anything that people are just happy to pick up and browse and look through. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, have you also um, utilized magazines like um, that aren't horse magazines? Uh, not to this state, no. Okay, great. Just out of curiosity. <laughs> okay, and so, um, how are you running an ad, or you're getting an editorial put in there, or what's happening? 
Uh, so we run an ad in there, mm-hmm. um, usually a full page ad just to be yeah. able to get a little bit more notice. Um, it is quite a thick magazine for most of those. For the smaller magazines, it doesn't matter as much because there's not as many pages. But to be able to get seen in something like that, it mm-hmm. needs to be quite big. Mm-hmm. So um, that full page ad, it's specifically for the book project or it's uh, just advertising you in general? Uh, currently, it's specifically for the book project. Okay, great. And the that's the call to action in there, like to get involved in the, yeah. the yep. book project. Yeah. Yep. Great. And uh, in the past, it sounds like you might have done an ad that wasn't for the book project. Uh, yes. So yeah. usually we would run just a, it wouldn't be quite as big, but we would run just a general ad um, just for the same thing, just to be able to get, keep our name out there and in front of people. Um, because we're so, like the studio is so new still, um, it's our presence is still very much needed everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Brand recognition. Yeah, exactly. And just to be able to push that we do um, travel so far um, mm-hmm. and that we're not limited to a specific area. Mm-hmm. Perfect. All right. So um, I guess it's hard to measure because, you know, your aim for those ads are aware- brand awareness, but do you have any numbers on bookings that you've got directly from those ads or I don't. mostly awareness? You don't. Yeah, yeah no, I don't on those. Yeah. But obviously you're happy with them because you're continuing to do it. Yes, most definitely. Yeah. Yep. Great. Okay, cool. So the book project you've advertised through social media, the magazines. Were you also advertising at Equitana? Uh, no. No. Okay. Well, no, at the time we didn't have intentions. We didn't know how Equitana was going to play out. Mm-hmm. So we hadn't gotten that far in the planning. Okay. It would have been nice to. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> hindsight. But you, but you do have a 600-strong uh, email list just yes. from Equitana, right? So yes. um, I'm sure you've done email yep. blast or something, have you? Yes. Yep. yep. So we do a few of those just to keep people in front of mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Cool. And uh, what was I about to ask you then? Obviously, so we've covered how you found your clients so far. Moving forward, um, obviously you're focusing on the book and you'll do Equitana again next year, I'm assuming? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So because it's every two years, yeah, it'll push off till next year. Mm-hmm. And do you have any other, um, uh, what's it called, strategies that you're about to implement? Uh, no major ones. Not yeah. currently. The book will be keeping you pretty busy, I'm assuming. <laughs> yes, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, good on you. Awesome. And given that you're treating all of those book sessions sort of the same as you would any other client, are you finding the wholesale process and all of that is, I mean, I'm assuming it is because it's a strategy that you're moving forward with, but how are you finding the wholesale process with those book clients? Yeah, no, they've been good so far. Um, yeah. Yeah, they've run the same as our regular clients um, and from um, our regular ones and our winners and everything like that. All of our numbers have been fairly standard across the board, which has been really good. There was a worry that they might just be coming into it just for that. Yeah. Um, 
But so the whole point of reflections is that it's uh, one type of image that we do. Um, uh-huh. And in about out of those 90 sessions, um, at least I'd say 80 of those sessions had purchased that one style of image. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> so that's essentially how come we decided to run with it. Um, it's just gotcha. been too constant. So yeah. um, people, that's always the first thing that people bring up when we have a session that they want one like that so we wanted to give people the chance yeah yeah for listeners definitely go um check out check out sarah's website because it is a really unique style of artwork that you're creating there so i can understand why it would yeah the well the reflections style Mm -hmm. um or the reflections image i guess um which am i right in seeing that that's something that you would usually do for clients like separately and then you've now created a book from that. Is that uh, right, Sarah? Yeah, yeah. Got you. So, um, yeah, it is, it is unique. That doesn't surprise me that clients would be excited about that, mm-hmm. something a bit different. Um, well, that's wonderful. So before we let you go, because you've shared so much already, I do have one <laughs> you, more this thing. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's also very inspiring for the listener because you're so new and you're killing it, which is really cool because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes like we hear like there are lots of photographers who are killing it, but a lot of them have been in business a long time and so it can be a bit like, oh, I'll get to that one day. But you're mm-hmm. not, you're forgetting the one day. You're like, no, 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 let's just do it right now. It's just <laughs> awesome. Go you. So just quickly, I did see that you have um, – Earth banner on your website saying join our Facebook community of 10,000 other Serata horse enthusiasts here. Is that your Facebook page or group? I haven't, is it a group? I haven't no, no, no. Yet. That's the Facebook page. Oh, it's a page. So you're not also yep. doing a group, are you? No, no. No. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I just got a bit distracted and hadn't clicked on it. <laughs> okay. Excellent. I, I already clicked on that and joined it, Kirsty. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm not I was up like, with it. which actually is int- I really like the way that you've Me too. worded that, Sarah, because I went, okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't own a horse. I'm not into horses. But I was like, I guess I will. Um, yeah, having it up there as that banner, is, I, I really like that. Yeah. We'll all be stealing that now. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, excellent. So do you have any kind of um, tips or anything that you might want to share of what's had the biggest impact on your business in the last, because you said like you only got real sort of 10 10 months ago. Um, Was there something that changed then or just implementing all the little things have made a big impact? Um, So as we spoke about the start, um, having a mentor, Mm-hmm. is essentially what changed everything. Great. Um, so <laughs> before then my averages were absolutely ridiculous mm-hmm. um, and then the change, um, ha- being held accountable yeah. was the main thing with having a mentor. Um, it, as soon as I was accountable for it um, and knew it could be done, um, it was a lot easier to put the processes in play um, and not being scared to just try it (laughs) just go ahead and do it if someone says it works Mm -hmm. it probably does um especially for those that have been in the industry for so long Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. self-doubt is not something that I like to have (laughs) coming around so if it doesn't work it doesn't but there's no point you can't know until you've tried it Mm -hmm. great 
And the thing that I take from looking at your website and Facebook is that you're really implementing everything that you're learning and I think that's so inspiring as well. Is that right or? Yeah, yep. Anything that I get essentially um, we just throw it out there and see if it works and if it sticks, it sticks. Mm -hmm. Um, But just being able to put the time into it as well. Um, just having an idea in mind of what we're going to do. Um, and yeah, just trying, they say, um, that you have to do seven different, I think it's seven different things at marketing things mm-hmm. at the one time. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. so it's just trying to have as many different ways out there. Um, so that if one takes off, then you're set. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is a perfect piece of advice to, end on actually I really I really like I love your philosophy towards business and I'm just in awe that you've only been in business for 18 months so thank you so much for coming on Sarah you've shared so much my head is spinning isn't yours Kirsty? yeah I'm really excited <laughs> yeah <laughs> um what's the best place for listeners to find you um, probably on Facebook or mm-hmm. on the website. So the website is www.saradaequine.com. Perfect. Excellent. We'll so- share links to that in the, um, in the show notes as well for anybody who wants to check it out. And you should, guys, because, um, yeah, just have a look what she's doing and, and see what you can implement into your, your business. And for our members of the Pet Photographers Club out there, Sarah is part of our group as well. So you can let her know how helpful you found this um, in the group. So that was the amazing Sarah Mouncey. Thank you so much for coming and chatting to us, Sarah. That was a fantastic interview and I'm sure that you, our listeners out there, got a lot from it. Whether or not you do horse photography, I feel like all of the strategies that Sarah is implicating, implementing rather, um, definitely work for pet photographers, like dog photographers as well. And yeah, glad to see that our podcast is back. Thank you for being patient during our little hiatus, but we have lots of awesome guests lined up for the rest of season three. And if you're a member, there are plenty of deep dives coming your way in the members only group. As always, if you do want to join us over there, it's only $10 a month and it helps support the podcast and the running costs and all that sort of stuff so you can join us at thepetphotographers.com um yeah it's it's good to be back guys i hope you enjoyed this one and we'll see you next time bye